Sad, it's episode 42 of the Ball of the Grand Asian podcast. How are y'all doing? And football is back, officially. Yes, best news. That's, that's really all that's keeping me going through these uh, these long weeks. Um, it's good to have football back and everything that it comes with it. Happy to be here. Um, excited for the season. Um, like I said, good to be back. Uh, it's been a while. Um, kind of ran into some unforeseen circumstances. Uh, <coughs> Bang <God>, look. <coughs> right, I guess I'll, I will explain that. I'm calling it Wi-Fi gate. So essentially a couple weeks ago I was moving to a new place and everything was set up for the Wi-Fi to be set up on the day I moved in. Unfortunately, I got a call that they were not going to be able to um, you know, come here to set up the Wi-Fi. And I didn't really have an explanation or when they were going to come set it up. They're just like, we're going to contact you whenever we can get set up. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound great. So I did some investigating and I found out that technicians in this area for AT&T uh, went on a strike the, the same day that my Wi-Fi is supposed to be installed. So very unfortunate circumstances. It took me a while to get something set up with another company. So I got Xfinity now. Hashtag AT&T. We're an anti-AT&T and Nazi podcast. And yeah, we also had a hurricane that hit here, so I had some family over to just stay safe, you know. It it wasn't much of a hurricane, but I guess you got to be, you know, more safe than sorry. It was my first hurricane, so uh, that was an experience. Yeah, same as Jacob Schubert. He's in South Carolina now, so I guess it hit that area a little bit. But uh, yeah, so uh, we are back now. Uh, It was a delay, but, you know, happy to be back. And, you know, obviously unfortunate we missed a couple weeks there. So you got to leave the people wanting more, you know, so just like a little... We're probably going through some withdrawals, so everyone's probably happy we're yeah. back. And then AT&T, bro, they have, didn't you tell them, like, I'm not coming back, like, I'm not renewing my contract? And they're like, what can we do to, like, keep you, basically? Right, they, they were telling me, like, it was like a negotiation. I'm like, no, like, it, it's over. Like, I didn't switch to Xfinity for just a week and then hope AT&T was going to come back. No, that was right. like yeah. a... Which leads me to my next hot take. AT&T is not going to have breakups, so... Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the hot. That's the hottest take so far. <laughs> the hottest take. All right, uh, so uh, next order of news. Uh, so the podcast, we are close to 5,000 listens overall. We need less than 100 more listens to get there. So, uh, you know, thank you guys. Obviously, we got to joke around. Friends, of... Or listen to this nine times. Whoever's listening <laughs> right now, just replay this. Right, just keep on pressing play. It'll help us out a lot, and maybe we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Probably not. But, um, hey, just... also, 5,000 listeners. That's about 120 people per episode. Anyone looking to advertise, you know, we're open to it. All right, it's 120 more people figuring out your company than it would usually be. So there you go. Uh, yeah, obviously. Rate, email Ben Gavlik. Uh, ben Gavlik, 852 at gmail.com for professional inquiries only. No jokes. Yes. Right. Um, okay. Uh, next order of business, um, Nicholas Plush. So I contacted him early August about changing the graphic. Uh, just to clarify, that, that seems more complicated than it actually is. He doesn't have to change anything about the graphic. He just has to change the text because we, all we want to do is change the name of the podcast to make it a little more professional, I guess. So I contacted him early August. I got a quick response. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it. Um, season's starting up, so I'm pretty busy. So I was like, okay, understandable. And I, like two weeks went by, so I texted him again, no response. And now we're about over a month later and still no new graphic, no new name change. So we are still the Ball in the Green Age podcast, unfortunately. Yes. Maybe forever to be. Right. Here's, here's what I have to say about that, all right? 
plush this weekend, you know, I follow him on Snapchat and all the social media platforms, and, you know, he has enough time to show his family around Penn State. He doesn't have five seconds to change the name of our podcast. <laughs> I don't you know, I think? think it takes five seconds, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and then also, if you're fed up like this like we are, email Nick Plush at njp5538 at psu.edu. That's njp5538 at psu.edu. This will also be in the description of our podcast because uh, I'm making Ben do it. Also, phone, his phone number, shoot him a text, shoot him a call, leave a voicemail, harass him. Um, 814-865-1944. Uh, again, that's 814-865-1944. And again, that'll be in our description of the show. Just tell him nicely or not nicely, hey, get your shit together, please. The BGA podcast needs to change their name to something more professional so we, be, so we can become big and rich and famous. Thank you. That is all. Uh, to be fair, it was his birthday, uh, I think, a couple weeks ago. So legally obligated to party for at least a week and not work, I think, oh, okay. is I'll the true rules. That's yeah. fair. Right. That's fair. But it is time to figure it the f*** out now. We'll bleep the f*** out, of course, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> All right, so fuck. we're going to uh, segue into some quick uh, – yeah, fuck, shit. We're going to segue into some quick uh, Antonio Brown talk, and then we will get oh, into a little geez. NFL talk. So just a quick segue into Antonio Brown, and then we'll get to NFL news afterwards. But, uh, you know, this whole thing with Hard Knocks, I know we've been doing, uh, what's it called, you know, Hard Knocks reviews, and I thought it was going to be a lot better than it was. And I tried to, you know, stick out my neck for it at the beginning, but HBO has just tried so hard to protect AB, and it's just crazy, everything that's come out, and I just don't understand why, to be honest. Yeah, I just don't get why HBO, like... You're, you want ratings, don't you? Like, mm-hmm. well, I think a, this, this just kind of goes back to, to the. It. I just don't think it's all up to HBO. I. I just really don't think so. It's a. Mm. It's a reflection of everything that gets put out there is a reflection of the Raiders. So to think that, I don't know, they have a, a strong, um, I don't know, say or or priority over what actually gets aired. Uh, I just think that has to be it. Like, I just don't see any other. I don't see any other reason why that stuff isn't getting put out. Right. I mean, that's fair. Uh, I'm just going to go over, you know, everything they kind of missed, even though, like, you know, like you said, you know, the Raiders probably have a lot of power that what's, you know, in their TV show. But shit that they missed, um, AB arriving to the facility in a hot air balloon and reactions that was not on film. Um, you know, the, the crazy tweet about the, the helmets thread. So a couple notes from that was AB sneaking an old helmet in practice, um, you know, loudly voicing displeasure, storming out of the facility and trying to bring an old helmet with repainted colors. That was a 20 tweet thread and not one scene was shown in Hard Knocks. Um, no bad like Mayock or Gruden interaction with AB. I'm, it looks like him and Gruden are tight, apparently. I'm not sure why, but Mayock, it's you know, pretty evident that there's some kind of problems there and not even like one testy scene. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of encounters that weren't great, but, you know, again, the, the, the Raiders want to portray, you know, positive shit, I guess. And then limited AB stuff explained the helmet. You know, he mentioned it a little bit. He said, you know, it was ugly and it was a little tight. You know, just get a big, bigger helmet, dude. Like, it's not that big a deal. And uh, I guess my main problem with HBO is they tried so hard with, like, all these scenes with his kids and, like, autograph sessions to just try to make him, like, look like the good guy. And I guess that was my bigger problem with it. It's just they were just trying so hard to, 
you protect know, him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, like the first episode, didn't don't they show him like, yeah, I'm gonna keep you guys accountable if you don't show up. I'm gonna find you. And then here we have AB complaining about being fined, not showing up. Like, dude, like I've there's uh, legitimately there's something wrong with this man. Like, how like you literally forced your way out of the Raiders. If it's because of a helmet, like, dude, there's. I don't know how many players are in the NFL during training camp. I, I don't know the number specifically. It's just a lot, okay? You're the only player who threatened to retire slash file agreements for a helmet. Like, okay, there's no way that helmet, mind you, the same helmet you wore when Montez Perfect knocked you the f*** out, all right? There's no way you can't find another helmet that's we'll the comfortable f- or, as his opinion, it protruded him his vision. Like, dude, there's, there's a ton of receivers out there that can catch – balls or feel protected with a certain different helmet like it's it's not that helmet you're just being like you're being stubborn like he was literally being stubborn and then it just got worse yeah Yeah, no i agree uh i just think dude i just don't know man like you can only defend a guy you know so much i mean you can think there's always like the argument you know that you know things might be taken out of context or you're not hearing the whole side of the story but i mean after after so many things and just so many instances, it's like, you know, it doesn't even matter. Like, you don't really need to hear it. Like, you kind of know, you kind of know what you know about the guy. Um, so it's kind of, you know, upsetting to see a guy with that much talent kind of just acting the way he's acting. Um, I mean, it's definitely interesting. It's like watching a soap opera. But um, I mean, it, my biggest thing is that just, you know, you got a guy who's so good who could just. I mean, I, I'm not saying like. You know, not like just stop talking and like play football, but you got a lot to lose um, at that level and a, a whole lot to gain. And I just feel like he's I don't know, doing everything he can to sabotage himself or limit himself. Um, but I mean, hey, who, what do I know? He ends up on the Patriots, uh, falling shits, get up smelling like roses, I guess. So who knows? Right. Well, that makes me feel like he wanted to be there the whole time. Because if you listen to the video he put on YouTube, that stupid ass video, Jay Gruden. That's actually a pretty John, cool video. Cool video, but stupid, in my opinion. John Gruden literally says, "We want you to be a Raider, man. Do you want to be a Raider?" And he replies, "I want to be a Raider, but I don't know if y'all want me to be a Raider." After John Gruden has literally specified he wants him to be a Raider, so that just makes me think. I don't AB actually never, think that's how it went, man. That makes me think AB never wanted to be there, never. Um, I hear you. I don't think that was the exact quote from the video, um, but I could be wrong. Um, but I don't think he always wanted, to, like, I don't, I wouldn't say never. I think he was maybe not like specifically super excited to get to Oakland, but I mean, he definitely was happy to get out of Pittsburgh. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm sure like it, in, on some level he was happy to be at Oakland, but I mean, once things started going down, um, and they kind of like, I don't know. Maybe in, I mean, you could argue like in the past, some of his like antics may have just been like either kept under wraps or like overlooked or maybe not made like such a big deal. Um, but like in this case, like every little thing, not little thing, everything that happened just became like such a big story, almost kind of forced the Raiders hand into having to do something to kind of almost try to save face. Um, and it just kind of backfired. And so I think when, when all that started going down, I think it happened quickly. Um, I think he was... I do think there's some uh, validity to him wanting to end up on the Patriots, you know, leading up to the release. I think that might have been part of 
you know, the plan. I think his agent might have heard something through the grapevine, and and that kind of maybe sped things up a little bit. Um, but I wouldn't say it was like always his plan to to end up on the Patriots. Right. It's hard to explain because you know he obviously gets the team he wanted, but he loses a lot of guaranteed money, like almost. Yeah. You know, exactly. Lost like what, fifteen mil in money? Yeah, something like that. So it's yeah, it really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But it's kind of you know Antonio Brown's just crazy. Like you know what else is there to say really? Honestly, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's really no way around it at this point. Uh, It's just kind of interesting to see, I guess. Right. All right. So uh, moving on. So NFL Week One, obviously a pretty exciting week. So first game that went in uh, one o'clock, which is I guess kind of one of the biggest stories is you know Browns Titans. And obviously, I don't know if this is one we want to talk about too much, but obviously, yeah, it kind of kind of is one because you know how hyped the Browns were before the season. Yo, you want to go first since this is like officially your team? Like, uh, yeah, this is the only one I really wanted to talk about just to kind of stay out of getting into you know later segments. But um, it's been a while since I yelled that much at a game I wasn't playing in. Um, I don't know, man. It was just like disappointing, and you know, I, I've been saying like I, I'm not, I couldn't fully buy into the hype, um, and I mean reasons like, reasons like that game are exactly why they come out that first drive looks unreal. I think they were fired on all cylinders. I thought that was a great first drive, and then of course he misses the kick, and it was like, oh right, like we're still the Browns, and then you know the rest of the game was just played like that. You had 200 penalty yards. Uh, the Titans had a touchdown where they didn't earn one first down. Uh, they had a touchdown drive where they didn't, you know, they, the offense didn't pick up one first down. It was all penalties, four in a row. Um, it's just like slop for the one thing that will kill a team with that much talent is, you know, not being disciplined and like sloppy mistakes, uh, kind of not ever putting yourself in a position to win. Um, it was just frustrating. And, and that's the most frustrating thing is they were in a position to win. They had that drive early fourth quarter where they just had to score to kind of keep it. I think it would have turned it into a one-score game or something. Yeah, you're down 22-13, um, you're down eight. You get a chance yeah. to tie it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, you end up throwing an interception on that drive. Uh, I mean, I know you're trying to make things happen, uh, especially as maybe like a younger quarterback. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it ends up being a good thing, a uh, humbling experience. Uh, but it is just the first week, so I'm keeping, keeping my head up. Yeah, I hope it's like a, a learning experience for them because, you know, it, like you said, it humbles them. Hey, we're not world beaters. Like, we're still Cleveland. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like you, you haven't won a game yet. Literally, you haven't won a game. Like, you, yeah, you might be better than the Titans on paper. You might be way better than the Titans on paper because the Titans were never even supposed to score in this game, listening to all the analysts, because they were they a playoff team last year. I, yeah, they I, – Two years ago. Two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Well, but still, like, closer than the Browns. Right. They have they lost Taylor Lewan for the year, not for the year, for the week. They didn't have him for the week. So that's the guy who's supposed to be guarding Miles Garrett. Now Miles Garrett is going up at number two against number two. Like Miles Garrett literally should have sacked Marietta almost every play. It's what it's what analysts on ESPN made it sound like. So like it was kind of like a wake up call for the, yes, their you know the defense that was supposed to be ESPN washed up, and then you know for their offense, like yeah, you guys like you you got to still play like. Ba- I didn't think. I think Baker. He looked. He looked okay. Like he did look bad. Like towards the end of the game, like he looked like not a first overall pick. Like that, that, yeah, that interception. Force a lot of that interception down eight to OBJ. Like it was in OBJ's direction. 
but there was five defenders around and you threw it like five yards behind him. Like it was bad. Like mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm worried about with Baker is when it gets down to like crunch time, does he try to force stuff to OBJ just because OBJ is like it's OBJ? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yep. instead of instead of finding the open receivers, that's the issue I see with Baker is that he could literally he might be like, all right, we're down we're down six. I throw a touchdown to OBJ in triple coverage, we win the game. Even though Njoku might be wide open for a five yard out in the flats and you still have three minutes left in the game, you take that shot to OBJ in triple coverage, he might still catch it, yeah, but there's a good chance it's gonna get picked. That's that's the only issue I can see with Baker Mayfield. I still think he's a he's a dog, he's a beast, but other than that, I think I think the Browns will figure it out to be completely honest. I hope so. I agree with you, but you know, you never know. My biggest thing with Cleveland is the O line stinks. Like yeah. you can say all, all you want about Baker, and obviously, you know, some of his decisions, especially down the stretch, were not great. But he doesn't have much time back there. You know, he's slinging it pretty fast, and you know, that's you can say what you want about the expectations, the drama. You can you know, blame it on that if you want. I feel like it's more execution on O line, and maybe not so much execution, just you know, talent. You know, mm-hmm. they're not big enough up front. And, you know, I think Baker, you know, you can say what you want. I think there's obviously, I mean, we'll see. There's a full season, but I think there's a little too much, especially fantasy hype. Like, Baker is getting picked, like, yeah. one of the earliest quarterbacks, which I think was just, you know, a little, you know, a little jumping the gun. I feel like his, you know, ultimate potential is probably like a top five quarterback in the league, you know, somewhere around there. And, you know, it's just the O-line needs to get better. And I don't know if that will just happen in one year. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't, I don't really blame it on the expectations. Um, I don't really oh. give a fuck about uh, Odell's watch. I don't, I don't really care. No, that's the dumbest thing in the world. Don't care at all. Yeah, Will I don't Greer, care. Will Greer played a preseason game with an Apple Watch, the backup quarterback for the Panthers. Like, who cares? It wasn't OBJ, so it's not a big deal. But now that OBJ is wearing a Rolex, it's a big deal. Well, part Will, of it's just the talent Will Greer here. could have been more of an issue because Will Greer could literally be getting plays on his Apple Watch. People could be texting plays. Like, I'm not joking. Like, that's a thing. But, like, OBJ's wearing a Rolex and we find him because he's wearing a nice-ass watch. Like, who cares? That's his decision. Uh, real talk, though, of this watch. I don't know. I really didn't want to get into this watch, but just a little real talk. Like, it, the watch, like, why is it worth that much money? It doesn't look that cool. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't get so it. much money. It's just one of those things. It's just like expensive for the sake of being expensive. Honestly, like if someone put that watch in front of me, and I, I had no idea what it was worth, I guess, and said, you know, here's you can get this watch for two hundred bucks, I'd be like, fuck you, I don't need that watch. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Wouldn't even buy it for two hundred. Now I want. I want to go into one more thing with this game, and we already talked about it in our group text, but the the dude complaining that he jumped into the dog pound. And they dumped beer on him. Now, I'm not condoning dumping beer on players. They are human beings. Like, still, treat them with the same respect you would treat your son, your daughter. Very your good, mom, Schubert. your dad, your, you know, all Incredible that. points. But, but don't jump in the dog pound thinking they're going to be happy to see you after you intercept Baker Mayfield. Like, complaining about a guy dumping beer on you, that's like me. Like, that's, that's like crossing enemy lines and being like, they shot me. Well, like, what did you expect, dude? So, like... No, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not condoning that dude dumping beer. Like I don't I want to get that straight. Like, yeah, that's messed up. But the guy that complained, like, dude, what do you think? What do you think was gonna happen? They'd be like, yeah, dude, nice interception. Thanks for making us lose. No, <laughs> you should have known it was gonna happen. Be smarter. Don't be an idiot. 
but still, don't dump beer on them. That's all I gotta say on that. Great tips from Jacob Schubert. I hope the, the yeah, player listens to this. You have that. Go off, King. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I got you. Just some incredible, outstanding commentary by our recurring guest, Jacob Schubert. You can listen to more of these fire takes in episode 43 of the K-Weezy Movement Christian Campus. But now, an interview with Coach Austin Sleek. Next on the show, we have Saints expert, Shubes arch rival, uh, one of the OG reoccurring guests, a uh, good friend of mine, former coach, Austin Sleek. How are we doing, bud? I'm doing great, gentlemen. How are you guys? We're doing fantastic. Well, after hearing your voice, I mean, I can't complain. You know, it's a good day. It's truly grateful. It's an honor. <laughs> I know who is happy to see you, Jacob Schubert, or hear from you, I guess. What's up, yeah, man? How are you? I'm doing great, Shub. How are you yeah. doing? Good, man. <laughs> are you so, upset about the whole uh, Andrew Luck debacle? Yeah, yeah, I am. Not gonna lie, but you know, we'll get through it and win a Super Bowl, so figure it out. But yeah, just make sure he's happy because his happiness is, you know, really what matters. He's got to do what's best for him, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, so first, not sure where we want to start. Maybe uh, there's, there is some breaking news with you and Jacob Schubert. Should we uh, cover that this summer? Yeah, yeah, we can cover that. Um, uh, Schub is going to be joining me. Um, I, I coach a 12- and 13-U travel team this summer, um, and I'm looking for an assistant for next summer, and Jacob Schubert uh, has said that he would be willing to join me on my journey so he's going to be coming up to Greenville, PA next year and helping out coach the Mercer Warhawks. Oh, sir. That's big time. So, so sounds like the start to a good movie. I have, I have to watch what I say now so I don't get fired before I start. So, uh, uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're soft. <laughs> so, yeah, the Saints uh, are the best team in the league. Um, oh, <laughs> cut the BS. We don't want to hear that. That's not why, that's not why we're here. <laughs> we're First time you said anything true. <laughs> you should have heard him. Hey, well, they do have a, I don't know have a when this will be so. playing, but you should have heard him earlier with Campus. Oh, I believe it. All right, so uh, just where are some thoughts on the Saints? Obviously, a huge W, but you know how are your feelings for the season? And you guys got the Rams next week, actually at LA, so you know pretty big week ahead as well. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for the season. Uh, you know, the pickup of Latavius Murray is pretty big. I think he's a good replacement for Mark Ingram. Um, it was definitely nice to see him get a W last night. Not used to seeing season opener wins. Uh, came, came in typical Drew Brees fashion. Give him 20 seconds and he's going to get the job done. Um, but I think I think it'll be a good year uh, as long as uh, – th- third time's a charm. We've had two horrific playoff catastrophes yes. the last two years. Yes. So, you know, third, yeah. third time's so a charm. So people are saying you guys can't finish. Year. Um, well, you know – I think last season was kind of out of our hands. Well, I, I didn't say just I, that's just what some people are saying. I did not say that personally. Yeah, I gotta I gotta defend my boys whenever they go under criticism, regardless oh, of who it's from. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, but you know it's it's a big matchup next week. It's a little little rematch. Time to get a little redemption. Um, so I'm looking for a big big Saints victory next week. Coach, yeah. so, uh, I hope uh, someone loves me. One day, the way that you love Drew Brees. I just got to say, Jacob, I just got to get that out there. It's a beautiful thing. That, that, should be, that should be everybody's goal in life is to seek <laughs> that kind of admiration. Can we have Teddy Bridgewater, please? 
the Colts. Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, you don't need him. Can you just trade him to us, please? Sure. Okay. I'll want him. We got the Storm and Mormon, man. We'll trade you straight <laughs> up. We'll trade you Brian Hoyer for Teddy Bridgewater straight up because we just signed him for three years. So he'll be like 70 by the time his contract plays out. So. No, we don't. We don't need another backup quarterback. We I got, was gonna say he, keep Brian Hoyer. You release JT. Like, what the hell, dude? JT Barry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. We don't need that Ohio State bias. We'll <laughs> Half your team's Ohio though. State players. Valuable team. locker room presence. You just lost out on. Yeah. Shoot. There's like four Ohio State players no, on my team. Von Bell, Eli Apple. Marshawn Lattimore, that's three. Mike Thomas, four. Do you still have Ted Ginn? Michael. Yeah, okay, five. Okay, yeah, so bam, boom, I got you. Well, you were almost right. You were you had him at four, and then he threw up a Hail Mary for number five. So, I, you know, <laughs> you were pretty close. Yeah, and I mean, I'd say four is a lot closer to five than 26, which is, you know, half of half of the roster. Oh, oh. We're getting into oh. a little semantics debate. Okay, yeah. okay. I do this all summer. Analytics, the saving yeah. metrics. I'm sure you guys have those. You got some big shoes to step into this summer, by the way. You know, we're we won a national championship this year, so I was gonna. That was gonna be my next question. Can we, you, you spoke about your uh, you spoke about your travel ball team there. Can we get a Can we get a official outlook of an official pr- prediction, maybe from from the coach? Guarantee. Well, well, you know, we mainly play tournaments. Um, That's fair. Of the tournaments that I played, we won three, one of which was a national championship. Um, and we played that down in Kentucky. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll have a pretty successful season. They're, they're jumping up in field size again next year, so it might Ooh. be a little bit of a uh, transition. But I We're think we'll be okay. we got. Oh, exactly right. Well, we have one kid who's already a man. He hit he hit six thirty this past summer with like thirty five bombs. Wow. That doesn't suck. That's 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 not bad. Um, watch out for no, sophomore Pretty okay. So I have uh, one last question. Uh, well, uh, two questions actually. One, can we get that kid on the podcast? And then two, I assume Schubert will be getting you coffee. Will we be getting you know the kids coffee as well? Uh, no, I strictly drink rain energy drinks. So okay. Schubert can get me rain energy drinks. Did Coach Calhoun let you know how like impeccable I am with like my timing on getting you beverages? No, he has not informed me of that yet. Uh-huh. Uh, the next time I give him a call and uh, we, we do a little chatting, I'll be sure to get the rundown of Shub's assistant abilities. Yeah, okay. Shub has all the intangibles to be a great assistant coach yes. um, in the United States of America. Yes. Um, I, like I also wanted to ask, how old did you say they are? 12? Uh, they were, it was 12 U, uh, but okay. most of them, you know, with like the birthday age, yeah. they had turned 13, there. so next year we'll be playing 13 U. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay, if you line them up smallest to tallest, where shoot in the line? Um, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> That's what I thought. Honestly, better than I thought. I was thinking he'd probably be more towards the end. Um, but yeah, that's we, got, impressive. I mean, we have a pretty... We have a pretty wide range of height. We have one kid who's probably about four foot five, and then we have okay. three three Sounds kids like yeah, that are probably 5'10", 5'11". Fun fact: today, uh, one yeah. of our players comes up to me and goes, "So my girlfriend saw you coaching first base, and she thought you were a player." She's like, "That kid's pretty short. Is he a player or a coach?" And I look at our I look at our player. I'm like, "Dude, I'm taller than you. Like, what's going on here?" 
<laughs> yeah, and I don't remember the last time that height was a pitching requirement. Right. Like, you were too short. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, hey, that's that's just a, a welcome to the coaching life. I, I've been yeah. asked if I was a freshman multiple times since well, I was coaching in college. And I feel like, you know, your first couple years in the gig, you're, you kind of have to expect that because, I mean, all things considered, you were a player, you know, yeah. not even oh, two exactly. years ago. Right, so. right. Yeah, it's fair. It's a fair. Uh, it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Just Stoop, if you if you start getting asked if you're a player, if you start getting asked if you're a player on the summer team, then I would start to be concerned. right. That, Very concerned. Okay. Yes, yeah. that's we'll, what I was we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, hey man, so I'm just take saying. Your hat off and they see the bald spot. I think you're good. You're <laughs> in the clear. Yeah, no. Okay. My hair says thirty. My face and body says twenty-two. That's what I tell you. Shout out Rogaine, friend of the program. Shout out. Future, uh, I think hat on, clean shave, like face oh, clean, clean shaven. shaven. I look young. Twelve yes. year old. Yeah. Done. Perfect. I am twelve. Sleek, is it just me and you this summer, or there, there's someone else? Uh, well, there will be one of the dads will be in the dugout as a scorekeeper. Uh, but other than that, it's just just me and you. Yes. Good lord, I might have to make it out to one of these tournaments. <laughs> yeah, get some hey, content out of this. Play a lot of tournaments in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> That's big time. Okay, well, hey, man. Hey, Sleek, fun fact. My grandparents live in Youngstown right now. Fun fact. Fun fact. I bet you we played five tournaments in the Youngstown area this summer. It's tough. All right, I think that's uh, pretty much all we got. Uh, you know, anything else? You know, um, you know, quick update on anything new with you or whatever's going on? Oh, wait, no. Sleek uh-huh. lost some weight, he told me. Yeah, I did. I, I did. I'm down, <laughs> hey, I'm down 50 pounds right now. Wait. Was that 50, you said? That is good. Congrats, man! Right? Fifty. Holy shit! Yeah, I just, last time. Wow. Yeah, I just hit two oh three. I haven't been to two oh three since freshman year of college. Wow. Oh boy! Wow. Hey, I'm impressed. I Congrats. Congrats. Come, when I come up. So, is there any the secret, diet, or is it just oh keto diet? You said. Yeah. Wow. It's the real deal. I haven't I haven't worked out once. I started it in the beginning of June. <laughs> Have not worked out one time. That's awesome. You found the loophole. Yeah, working out, yeah, exactly. hot seat. That's all I needed. I just needed to know that I could eat something and lose a lot of weight, and it, and it worked. There you all go. Right. Yeah, heard it here first. A keto diet, uh, friend of the program. Biggest issue is no Keystone Light. So. Mm, that's mm. tough. That's a bad beat. But, but you you always remember the good times. Yeah, what well, do you, what you know, do you replace it with? Back on. Um, unfortunately, I replaced it with hard liquor because that has no oh. heart. So, <laughs> oh my I respect God. that. I actually respect that. <laughs> Huge coaching moves. <laughs> yeah, but that's all, I don't know if you guys saw or not, but uh, the Teal Football Program made it on an ESPN commercial. We, we did yeah. see that. We did see Fun that. Fun fact: no, I heard that's yeah, not no, actually Teal's field. So. It, it is not Teal's field. But they're still so the VR production. Fake news. Anything, he says. Yeah, hashtag fake news. <clears throat> All right, Coach, thanks again yeah. for uh, joining, and I will try to get you on here for a longer time to you know maybe talk some football. There's 17 weeks, so I'm sure we can fit you in for one of them. Absolutely, man. It's always a pleasure. I'd be happy to come on anytime you ask. Sounds good. Oh, man. All right, boss. That's why you're an OG. All right. See you. All right, fellas. Have a good night. Yeah, it's Kay Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne. And the Yeah. Ben Franklin's.
Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.